till 12 and I want to be everyone. I'm Allison Ramsey with the Empire Life Podcast and we're here today with Jade McKenzie. We interview entrepreneurs from all around the world about their online empires and how they got from where they are now to where like from the beginning from where they were to where they are now and different challenges that come up along the way and I'm so happy you're here. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and like and leave a review. We'll be doing amazing cartwheels over here when you do. And mm -hmm. I'll hand it over to Jade to introduce herself a little bit more. Woo! Hi, everyone. I'm Jade McKenzie. Um, so in very general terms, I'm a, a self-love and empowerment coach for millennial women. And I really focus on... Um, it is strategy and what I do, but a lot of it is the internal and focusing on the self before we can, you know, do all of the external things we want to do. So that really encompasses, um, you know, loving yourself and trusting yourself and understanding who you want to be and what type of person you want to be in this world. And that's to your business, to your family and all of your relationships it all stems down to the self and how you feel inside. So that's what I focus on. And then, you know, we do fun things too and do business work and all of that stuff. But I'm all about you internally and loving everything that you are. Cool, Jade. I love that. And what I wanted to hop in too about what is one of the first steps that somebody goes through when they're working with you? I know you mentioned a little bit to me about it and it's yeah. something we're a little obsessed with. Yeah, I know. I can talk about this forever. Well, it, it does depend on the person, but like nine times out of 10, everyone has some type of limiting beliefs that they're holding on to or some type of, and whether that's conscious or unconscious, it's kind of interesting to see that, like showing the client kind of, are you aware that this is something that, you know, is a problem and a repeating habit in your life. And sometimes it isn't, sometimes it isn't. So it's all about bringing that awareness to them of what's kind of been sabotaging. It's all the self-sabotaging things that um, women, men, everyone does to themselves. And a lot of the times they don't even know it. So first and foremost, I kind of want to see with my clients what the inner issues are because I want those to be tackled first and then the rest of the world kind of like unfolds for them, honestly. And that's not easy. That doesn't happen in a session, right? So um, it, it, we go in deep and we're all about looking forward. I don't like bringing up the past too much, right? Like that's work of a therapist. I like looking at the present and um, how we can get you exactly where you want to go. But that does take some diving deep and you know, noticing patterns in your life and all of that. So yeah, it's all about the, the self-sabotaging ways I focus on a lot in the beginning, especially. What do you see that comes up a lot with the millennial women that you work with? Oh God, yeah. Like, let's say like the top three self-sabotaging ways that, that we tend to go into. And probably when people hear these, they'll be like, oh, I thought I was alone in that. I thought I was the only one. Totally. Oh God. Because the thing of it is, is like, I feel like they can all be like put under one. Well, like, okay, so self-doubt for sure, 1000%. I'm actually doing a live Facebook today about these things. So this is really funny. Cool. Um, self-doubt for sure. Like how many times in your head have you told yourself, like, I can't do this or this is too hard. I don't know how to do this. Yada, yada, yada. Doubting whatever you can do. And sometimes that comes up because what's happened in your past, Right. Um, 
then for sure, let's, oh, comparison. That's a big one too. Comparing yourself to other people in business, like in the same business as you, or just in life, God, like at the gym and all of these different areas of your life, that comes up a lot. Um, and then this kind of leads back to the self-doubt, but it's the confidence. A lot of women use that word, like I don't have confidence to put myself out there, to start working out, to um, have this hard conversation, to do Facebook lives for my business, right? Like it's a lot of that and all of this goes back to the inner and not feeling safe and comfortable in who you are. So that's why it's, it's all kind of, you know, the doubt, the anxiety, the, um, the comparison, all of that will lead to procrastination and that, you know, that hinders you, that stops you and that keeps you stuck. So women then come to me because they're stuck. So I back it up. Like, why are you stuck? And it stems from a lot of self-doubt, a lot of lack of confidence and a lot of, I'm not as good as her comparison to, to others and to other businesses, which is silly, but it's happens to me, to us all. Oh yeah. It's so real. It's so real. Everything that Becky, Susie and Tim does in their business. It's like, should I be doing that? (laughs) I know. And, and also this like, Oh, they already did it. Now it's too late for me. Like what? Like everyone's, it's just mind blowing to me too, because And I struggled with this for forever because I didn't stop and think about it, but everyone's journey is so different. And maybe right now is not the time for you to blow up and make six figures, right? Like maybe universe, God, whatever you believe in yourself is trying to show you like, look, you need to do a little bit of inner work first, or look, you have to, you know, things need to happen in your life before that develops. So instead of focusing on those things and getting really distracted, it's almost like you have to put these blinders on and ask yourself and this is a part of knowing yourself and the self-reflection of you know asking yourself what is actually important for me in my life and this is for everything right like in relationships if you feel the need to have a boyfriend or a significant other because everyone in your friend circle is or because um you feel lonely like that's not doing things for a purpose and with an intention, right? That's, that's looking elsewhere instead of looking inside and in your business, when you're looking at what everyone else is doing, like, have the, have they been doing this for years longer than you have? Right. Like, or even, you know, their audience is different. Their vision is different. And just because they have success, this is the biggest thing. Just because somebody has success doesn't mean it takes away from yours. And your journey and your path like you're still as long as you stay really really lasered in and focused in you won't stray far you always keep going back to that path but you have to know that path you have to be clear on it and you have to be really really um confident and comfortable in yourself and in that path right exactly totally yeah. i'm totally with you on that and yeah. you you were mentioning it comes back to being clear on who you are and what yeah. you're and like what are well, let's say, what are the top two ways to, I guess, start that journey? Is the personal, yeah. how uncomfortable that can feel? No, you yeah. said that, <laughs> so people tell you sometimes, well, this feels uncomfortable. This is not fun. Yeah, like, that's funny. 
that we're learning how to flex and we're getting used to going inward. Totally. Um, well, from what I see too, like our society, we're encouraged to look externally. But mm -hmm. We grow up learning how to look externally all the time and how totally. to go inward and how, how that, that can be really painful. Oh, it can be so painful. Mm -hmm. Totally. Um, that's such a loaded question too. Cause like, top two ways. Wow. Um, but honestly, everything starts from awareness. Even if that seems silly at first, like with a lot of my clients, um, it is uncomfortable for them. And it's, they're like, I don't want to self-reflect. This isn't fun. And I'm like, yo, you know what? First of all, quit being a baby. <laughs> I'm kidding, but, but no, like, I'll, I'll, I'll try to make it as fun as possible, but it is the most important and it's necessary. And the first way to do this is just being aware. And I'll, some of my clients want to see like results ASAP Rocky. And that comes though, once they bring awareness to God, like this client the other day, um, you know, she didn't even realize certain things were an issue. And I had her journaling a very specific prompt every morning and she'll text me and be like, I didn't even know this was going through my head and I could never, or I would wake up with this feeling every morning and I never stopped to like ask myself why I was feeling this. Right. So once I broke it down and actually became aware, like, Oh, I'm feeling this every morning. And then you get curious, which maybe is the second step and asking yourself, where did this thought come from? Where did this feeling stem from? Where did this negative um, energy, this negative thought, this dread, this anxiety, this worry, where is that stemming from? And the first step isn't to try to like fix or solve anything because there isn't anything to really fix, right? Like, yes, I agree. Yeah. Like, and you just have to bring awareness to it. And that kind of snaps you out of the autopilot of, I'm living my, like, life is just happening to me and I'm just riding it, right? Like, you literally are shedding, you're putting a flashlight in the corners of your brain <laughs> and in your mind. And things that are dark and scary can't live in the light. So we bring them to awareness and we show you what they are and then they're not so scary, right? It's just, oh, I, I was feeling this way because of this and this or whatever, but definitely awareness, definitely, you know, noticing as soon as you start feeling something uncomfortable, something that's been a habit in your life. For me, we were talking about this. Um, a big problem in my life was turning to food and binge eating and emotional eating and eating disorders and all of that. And I always talk about, yeah, looking for the external when it really was me needing to heal internally. So my first step of kind of healing that, that search outside of myself for what was going to make me happy was to even just be aware of it. Like, yo, this is a problem, right? Like, and not to make yourself feel guilty at all, because that won't do any good, but just be like, God, I don't, I don't want to be this person. That goes back to knowing who you want to be, right? Like, yeah. but I want to be this person. Um, and I want to, I want to make a change. I, I want to, I don't know. I just, I got really aware of what I was doing and it didn't feel right to me. It didn't feel aligned with this woman that I wanted to become. So I got really aware. And then I started asking myself every time this feeling came up where my impulse reaction would be to turn to food, mm -hmm. I wrote it out. 
And instead of reacting, I pause. There has to be that pause before you react or, you know, that allows you the time to make a choice. Um, and so I questioned, why am I feeling this? Like what just happened in my life that triggered this response in me to want to reach for the cabinet, you know? And it's so interesting and kind of fun, not in the moment, but afterwards to like look back and see like, wow, this just stemmed from that feeling. And then it doesn't seem so hard to overcome it. Right. Like, but you have to, you have to break the habit in your brain of whatever it is for you, the negativity, the, you know, there's, there's a pattern that's been going on in your brain. And in order to break that, what has to happen, you have to break it. You have to do a new pattern, right? So become aware, become really curious and also become really lasered in on who you want to be. Maybe that could be number one because nothing can really happen before that. So becoming really aware of the type of human you want to bring into this world and the type of woman, man, you want to be for your family, for your partner, for your friends and, you know, for everyone, your colleagues, right? Like if you have that in mind and you live in that every day and you ask yourself, did I live with integrity today or with passion today? All these things that you want to be as a, as your best self, that's when the beauty happens because you know who you want to be and you start acting as that every day and you start making sure you're bringing that person into your life every day. And sure enough, that's your new pattern. Your new pattern is to be this positive person that you wanted to be because you made it a point to, to, to follow those actions every single day. It's like, it comes back to the intentions. What's my, what's my intention in this situation? I feel like I, I asked, I repeatedly asked myself that question what's Uh the intention of why we have empire life and that always brings me back to a grounded feeling of oh am i and then am i acting within my clearance yeah yeah like every day did i you know were my decisions today made from a place of um fear anxiety autopilot right or were they actually with intention of my best self and with you know my heart, my energy, my happiness, my joy, um, all in mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love that. Something that came up for me too. And I'll share, I'll try to make it short or share a quick story. Yeah. Like that we sometimes get triggered and we don't really know why. Mm -hmm. And that can lead, I feel like to a lot of anxiety or Mm -hmm. doubt and as I want to ask you too, kind of how you handle that, how you lead your clients through that. Um, it could be something really simple. Like the other day I felt triggered or I felt it's less feminine when I saw that I had a new friend who had these beautiful tablecloths mm-hmm. on her table, like these beautiful placemats. And then she had different dishes that matched on top of that. And I, I immediately was like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not a woman like that. The comparison. Yeah. The comparison. Like I've never even bought tablecloths. What's wrong with me? Oh my right. God. Like, I don't have a matching table set. <laughs> I don't have a table set. <laughs> I feel like I'm nothing right now. Like, that girl. <laughs> <laughs> How dare she serve me? What is she thing? doing? <laughs> Well, I loved it. And I was like, wow, this is beautiful. And I appreciated and and all this appreciation was oozing out of me for her and her 
her need for the aesthetics mm -hmm. of her mouth. And I was like, so in awe and appreciative of that. Mm -hmm. I woke up with this like dread or this feeling that, oh gosh, why don't I have those tablecloths? Why don't I have some fine china? And then it spins. It spins, it spins into like, I'm not a good homemaker yeah. or. I'm not a good, yeah, I'm not that right. feminine. Why right. am I not that feminine? Oh, you I thought I was. could have stopped the cycle though. <laughs> What stopped the cycle was understanding my value in that I love traveling and I love having extended periods abroad with my family. Mm -hmm. And that is more important than me having a lot of uh, access or like a lot of decorations. Whereas I really appreciated and love that she did. It's not necessarily a value for me. Like I'm okay mm -hmm. with the same, the same table set for 10 years or for five to 10 years. Right. And then I save that money to put it into a value that is like I can, that's why part of why I have a company where I can work from anywhere because I love right. traveling and experiencing new cultures. Whereas right. that's not really a value for her. Exactly. That, exactly. that helps stop the cycle. Totally, totally. And that's something you can start, like, I, I, the period between the impulse or the, the, the trigger and the impulse um, with awareness gets shorter and shorter. So for you, it might have lasted through the night and you woke up um, with that feeling and then maybe throughout the day you could stop it. And as you keep being aware of that and keep allowing yourself that space to be like, what is valuable to me? Is it these pretty place sets? right? Is that really valuable to me? Or is that just valuable to Christina? I don't know her name. I'm just making it up. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and that's something that could stop your impulse dread from immediately happening or what you, you know, when you do feel that impulsive um, emotional response, how you then put meaning to it and how you then carry that through the rest of your days. Because see, most people those things happen to them and they're not aware of why they started feeling that way in the first place. They just have that feeling. And so then all day they carry that bitterness and it carries with them the rest of their lives. So things happen every single day that just piles on and on and on. Right. And they never stop to, and then you're 30, 40, 50 and you have this like, Oh, this weight of like dread, anxiety, pissed off. Like, all of these things from situations that happen to you and you just never stop to question them and to release them. Right. So you, you said it yourself too, of how you got through stopped the cycle really was, is exactly, it's great. And it's a, it takes work and it takes practice and it takes a new, really you're rewiring your brain to not immediately go, you know, self-sabotage and look at you as an issue when you see somebody else's, nice things right like that'll slowly start to become not an impulse for you but it'll slowly start to be with practice right and continuing doing what you're doing it'll start to be like you can just immediately be happy for for her things and come home to yours and be equally as happy right if you though saw that and kind of like we're like damn i really want 
right? Then like that's can be a motivator. And I do value really nice things. Why haven't I done that in a while? I'm going to go buy myself some silverware, like, you know, whatever it is for you. But that's what's the first step though, is knowing what your values are, knowing who you are. It all stems down to that. And that's like my main thing with my clients is like, you got to know what the hell you want, what you value, who you value, who the hell, sorry, I'm cursing a lot. Do you want to bring Okay, good. <laughs> Do you want to bring into the world? Because if you don't know, you're exactly. just going to, it's just, things will just keep happening and happening to you. There'll be no space for you to make a choice in your life. There was a reaction within my situation. I can run to Target or run to the next store and be like, I have to get better placements or I have to get placements. Totally. totally. And what I did though is I, I reflected on, okay, if it is a value for me to travel, do I have any travel plans right now? Mm-hmm. I'm living within that integrity and I started mm-hmm. looking for tickets and figuring out. Oh, see, that's awesome. Yeah. And then I felt you totally so turned it. Yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> you totally turned it into something um, good for you instead of something against you, which will change your whole mindset. It'll change everything. That's awesome. I love what you did there. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I would like to talk also, Jade, before we hop off too, is about how how you became an empowerment and self-love coach. Like some of the things that you've been through, if you want to share some stories. and I have so many. It, I, whenever I get asked this question, I'm like, I need to practice my, um, my short version better because <laughs> it could go on forever. So I'll try to keep... Um, I feel you. I, I feel the same. Because there's so many little things that now I'm like, oh, this led me to this and that led me to that. <laughs> I'm all about the reflecting on my life. So I see these patterns. But let's see. So I actually just, I don't say my age a lot um, because it can be kind of like, I oh, are so young. But when you actually, you know, hear me speak and work with me, age is not of, it's not an issue. But I did just graduate from college last May. Um, and I majored in apparel merchandising and fashion design, actually. So I'm like, fashion junkie, fashionaholic, whatever. Um, and it was awesome. And I lived in Indiana at the time. And I moved right after, um, right after school, right after I graduated across the country to California by myself. And cause I was like, yeah, I'm going to be in the fashion industry. Like LA is where it's at. I love it. So I did it. I shipped my car <laughs> and yeah, I, I started and I was doing PR, um, public relations and entertainment out here. And I was doing all the glamorous things. And that was a part of my belief though about myself was that I needed to be glamorous and have the best job and, you know, be this idol for people to look at as like, wow, she's got this awesome job, these awesome clothes, yada, yada, yada. That was a part of my belief. So, and mind you before that, just to give a, a, these are kind of like low points in my life. So that whole, my last year of my um, college, my college experience the last year of university I was going through a really 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 bad breakup with a um, manic depressive man so it was super toxic and that kind of like pushed me that whole the breakup lasted like eight months and that whole breakup kind of pushed me in this place of like really limiting um I I spent my entire you know, relationship with him only trying to make him happy and walking on eggshells type of thing. So I really lost myself. That's why it's relevant to everything I'm doing because I did not know who the hell I was anymore. 
I was only focused on him for so long. So we, I got out of it and was traumatized and upset and just really was like, I don't know who I am. I'm so lost. So that happened. And moving to California was like the first thing for me that was like for myself, right? Um, but through the breakup and through the move, I developed really unhealthy eating habits. So through the entire breakup, my last year of school, um, I got really, really unhealthily sick <laughs> and had a eating disorder of just you know, being really controlled in my food, how much I was putting in my body, what was going out of my body, waking up at 5 a.m. every day to exercise when I was not taking in calories at all. I lost my period because I was so skinny. Um, people were asking me if I was sick and I was anorexic and I was so offended because I didn't see myself as being too thin. Like I was on this hunt to find this perfect body, right? So that's that's part of my background in the sense of I was looking to control my external appearance a lot in order to be of value for other people and for myself. So I, I had a lot of, um, and, and those things went on for a while. So the breakup just kind of triggered it all. <laughs> the breakup triggered, you know, an eating disorder, which was really, it's, 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 it needed to happen in order for me to come out the other side. But yeah. So all of that was me looking externally. So I moved here. I was in fashion, um, slowly, but surely. And it's no surprise to me now, everything I was doing started feeling so unfulfilling and I was doing so many glamorous things. I was, um, I was caught interning for Beyonce's personal stylist. Uh, I worked with celebrity stylists coming into the showroom all the time. I helped, um, the BET Awards fashion show. I assisted on that. Like I did all these things that sound amazing on paper and were amazing experiences. Like, don't get me wrong, but it just goes to show that in doing all of that and I was still so unhappy, it just said something. So in December of 2017 was when I just, I had two jobs at the time. I was so depressed. I was not sleeping and then I was oversleeping, like just depressed and anxious and really just felt so unhappy and so unfulfilled and so stuck. And I started reflecting on myself and I was like, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Something is off here. And it was a lot of, um, I was only really connecting with people on an external level with fashion and all of that. And I craved something so much deeper and so it wasn't sitting well with me. So I put in my two weeks at both my jobs. I didn't even finish them because I was just going to work sobbing all the time and just so unhappy, sick to my stomach going into work. So I quit my jobs and God bless my mother for helping me during that time. I know a lot of people don't have that luxury to just be like, I quit. But trust me, this was like a hard decision. This was like me crying to my mom every single day. And I woke up one day and I was just like, today I have to do this. Like it just was there. Mm, so that happened. I sat in my depression for about a month before I was like, all right, like I got to get up. I got to, I got to keep moving. So I tried to, I thought that my depression was what made me hate my job, but it was really that I was not fulfilled. I wasn't doing what was right for me, which made me depressed. Right. So I, um, thought I could just go start, you know, and maybe it just wasn't the right fashion job for me. So I went on interviews for that and um, for more fashion positions. And I go to these like horrid interviews and one of them was like 
God, not to talk bad about anyone, but she was like the epitome of fashion PR, PR world in LA. She was like, um, devil wears Prada. You know the lady? Yeah, I do. I love, I love the book. I, I watched um, it now. I love that book. She was that. And I left oh. the interview crying and I'm like, I Very. don't want to do this. She was, she was saying everything that I had to do. And I knew like it, it was horrid. It was horrid. I felt like she demeaned me the whole time. It was just bad. But it was amazing that that happened because that pushed me into being like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do what I majored in in college and that's okay. So that yeah. really started the self-reflection process. Oh, um, it's yeah, it's so huge of what makes me really happy. And when do I feel the happiest? I ask myself this question every day for the longest time. I love that question. Yeah. Just when do I feel? And I know this stemmed from somebody reading a book. Uh, probably people listening will know what this is because she, oh God, what was it? But it's a question that they ask is, what, number one, when was the last time you actually felt just super happy and with like time wasn't an issue? Like you were just so happy and so fulfilled. Like you lost track of time, right? And then what, what did you do as a, as a child that made you have that kind of blissful feeling? And a lot of those questions can bring in that, um, that, that introspection and that reflection for you be like, God, you know what? Like I haven't been happy in a while or am I even doing anything that makes me happy? Or am I just doing this? Cause this was the first job that offered me or cause I needed money. Like all of these things. So I got really deep into like the personal development world and positive psychology and spiritual enlightenment and all of the things. And that question was something I asked myself every day and very, very long story short, there was little hints of coaching that kept dropping into my life and I kept pushing them away. Cause I was like, that's not a real job. Like I can't do that. That's silly. Like whatever. And it didn't leave me. And as soon as I like said, okay, you know what? Like I'm going to do this. It's just grown and been the most beautiful thing. And I feel myself. I feel able to express every part of me. I feel like I don't have, like I can stop looking outside of myself for that happiness and that love and that fulfillment. It's all in here. And I get to like help women do the same and it's kick-ass. It's like, it is so kick-ass ever. It's so kick-ass. When we're in our passion, it's awesome. Happens. There's nothing that can compare to that. It's so much. I find another question. I find that women or for myself that I need to ask, this is enough. What, what is sometimes we push ourselves if we are overachievers and Mm -hmm. highly driven and like really setting these huge goals, financial goals for ourselves. It's like, I did enough today. If Mm -hmm. I did these two things today, that's enough. Have a to-do list of like four or five, two, whatever you want things and just do them and then go sit in a bath or go like read a book, do something that makes you feel really happy just for the sake of it makes you happy, right? Like it's enough. enough. You are enough. That was one of the first things I started telling myself when I was getting out of my depression and I literally would cry every time I told myself that because I hadn't heard anyone tell me that in a while. And when I was able to tell it to myself, like nothing else mattered. It was crazy. It was crazy. You were enough. Totally. Totally. Yes. And to teach our kids to come from. Yeah. Well, that's why I focus on millennials because I feel like there's a gap in what we've grown Mm -hmm. up on. And 
I don't want people to wake up in 30 years and have missed out on the best years of their life. What could have been right? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's, I think with us and social media and technology and all, which is beautiful and awesome in its own right. But at the same time, getting control of your own self and head and heart, like taking control of yourself, having that personal power, it's just everything to not get trapped and sucked into this world that's outside of us, right? Yes, it is. It, it's, it's very challenging. I know. Like you said, it always comes back to the self-love and self-reflection mm-hmm. and like, what did I do before this that allowed me to feel this way? Totally, totally. So- Totally. I love it all. Yeah, me too. Before we hop off, Jade, if someone was starting a new business or starting the whole self-empowerment road, what will you say? I'm not sure we have time to talk about like the top five, but what will you say? Like the number one, the number one thing to, I guess, to ask themselves or to, to understand Mm -hmm. to be okay on that, on their new path. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think that before you should even think of like think about business wise, I think because honestly your big your 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 business is a reflection of yourself. And so I think before you know there even needs to be a conversation about how much money do I want to make this year and yada 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 there needs to be a question of what type of person do I want to bring to the world? Um, And if that sounds like a really loaded question and like a lot, I think that something that could be really beautiful for you to ask yourself every day is how can I love myself today? Mm. And that really gets back to in what ways do I feel loved? Do you know what I mean? So that gets your brain working in a sense of like, For me, I love the smell of a new book. So random, but it makes me really happy. So if I'm feeling low and um, I want to get a little pep in my step for the day, I go buy a new book, right? Like little things like that. Or, um, you know, what, what can I do to love myself today? How can I, especially if you're trying to start a business and you're feeling that lack of confidence, that comparison cycle, that negative thought cycle, Bring the attention back to you, not in a selfish, selfish way, in a very selfless way, so that you can be your best self for your business, for everyone in your life, right? For your dog, for your children, for everyone. Bring the focus back to you before you start doing anything externally. I think that's number one. And that can be different for everyone. It could be journaling, it could be meditation, it could be hiring a coach, it could be reading um books that sound interesting to you about like self-love and empowerment and spirituality like whatever that looks like but start asking yourself and getting really curious about what makes you happy what makes you fulfilled what makes you feel loved and good and then start doing those things wow jade i love it i love it for being here with us of course it was so exciting i love our conversation it just flows (laughs) i have so much to say (laughs) i know i know i feel like we have way more to say thank you so much i know of course thank you